a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Relentlessly Resilient, where real people share real-life experiences and the tools they've developed to move forward and live their best life. I'm Jenny Taylor. And I'm Michelle Scharf. Des, thank you for joining me on my show. Oh, thanks for honoring me with the opportunity. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so sweet. Des, for those of you who don't know her, Des Willard is a friend of mine. She's been single a very long time. And she's one of the people I've met in the singles world in Utah. And she's kind of helped me to figure out how to navigate it a little bit better. She's one of those people you meet and you just feel, well, I mean, maybe not everybody feels this way about you, Des, but (laughs) I felt a a connection and a bit of safety. and, And we bonded and she's come over to my house a few times. We've done fun things like read tarot cards and Mm-hmm. hang out. She's part of my book club that I do every month, although she doesn't ever make it every month, but she's doing better. <laughs> it is hard to. to make book club every month. I will get you, girl. So um, <laughs> anyway, does tell us what you want our listeners to know about you. Well, first of all, I have been single for a very long time. It doesn't mean I haven't struggled through or had serious relationships, but um, I got married very young, had my kids very young. And then got divorced and then got remarried and then was widowed. And now I've just been kind of navigating the single life, as you call it. (laughs) I just call it life in general. But it's been 29 years since I've been officially married. So it doesn't mean I haven't been attached or been involved with someone. Right. I have a, a lot of uh, years of experience of being on my own as well as, you know, being with someone. Yeah. So in different capacities. You know, it's funny because on my cruise this last week, I just got back. For those of you that don't know, I took a week-long cruise to Cozumel and um, had a great time. I came across this thought on my cruise as I was sitting there sunning that I do refer to it as the single life. As if I'm waiting in a stage and I thought about it on that cruise and I thought, what if this is just life? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so um, you're right. I do refer to it a lot of the time as the singles world, the singles life. And now I'm starting to realize, no, I'm just single and this is a part of my my life. life. Yeah, it's a part of my life for now. And it may be forever. I don't really know what the future holds. I have no control over it at all. So it is interesting that you caught me on that because I actually had that epiphany this week. Yeah. And this is why Des and I hang out because (laughs) she'll say something. She triggers me and I'm like, oh, Oh, wait a sec. Uh, She gives me lots of aha moments. 
Well, and honestly, it isn't because, I mean, people say to me all the time, is it because you just want to be single or you choose to be single? And, you know, part of the times in my life, yes, I have chosen to be single and do things on my own. But that was never like the goal, right? I mean, I feel like when you have someone, a companion, a partner, a husband, a wife, whatever it is that you want to have, it just enhances your ability to have more happiness and more joy in your life because you're sharing it, right? I mean, shared experiences are always seem to be more pinnacle than just, and and I I can be by myself and be happy. That doesn't have anything to do with it. But when you have a shared happiness, just those feelings are more amplified. Yeah, absolutely. So can I ask, um, can you tell us just a little bit, this is backing up in your story. How did you transition, if that's the right word, which probably isn't, from widowhood to remarriage early on. You said you were married early, you had kids early, uh, you were divorced then widowed. Remind me the order. Yeah, I was divorced and then widowed, and I haven't been remarried since. So when you remarried after your divorce then, did you feel immediately ready to go look for another official relationship? Was that something you were kind of skittish about, having ended in divorce? I'm always interested in kind of that transition and where you where you haven't now remarried in the last 29 years like you said was it was it a similar process is there anything about being widowed and divorced that now makes you stay away from another marriage in general well i had a lot of emotional things happening between getting divorced and being remarried the second time and so i don't know that i really ever like completely quote unquote healed okay. um so to say from that relationship I mean, I'm the kind of person, like, I try and try and try and try and try, and then finally when I'm done, I'm done. Okay. So I was done with my first marriage before we were divorced um, because, I, you know, we tried counseling. We tried all kinds of different things. And then finally when I was like, I'm done with this, it was finally taking the, you know, the legal action. Okay. And then so I went through some healing while the process was happening legally, And then there were so many things coming up in my life, like both my parents got diagnosed with cancer within six months of each other during that time frame. Um, Yeah, there's just a lot of other things happening around me that I don't know that I really concentrated on healing and choosing to be with someone again. Things just kind of happened. And I'm not really a fatalist, but I do believe that things in our lives happen for a reason. And so I just kind of went with the ebb and flow and made the choices. Okay. while I was in them. And Which, I don't know that they're necessarily right or wrong. They just are. They just, yeah. it just happened that way. Well, and there, there is no right or wrong, right? It's just right. all opportunities and, for growth. But I will say, this is exactly why I want to have her back on, because I think there's a lot of different things that we could talk about with her that she has experiences that we don't have, you know? Yeah. But today I brought you on because we wanted to kind of do a fun one for Valentine's day. And because we are both single, Jenny and I, and, um, (laughs) and I thought, Oh, you know, it'd be really great to have something out there for, you know, what do you do when you're single when it's Valentine's day and you have people who are gushing and loving and like, you know, probably the worst thing to do is to go to a restaurant alone on that night you're not going to get in let alone 
you're going to be sitting there watching all of the people be googly-eyed towards each other. Even the ones that don't even like each other will at least fake it for the night. I know plenty (laughs) of married people who hate Valentine's Day, so let's talk. Exactly. Yeah, let's talk. How do you, what do you do do to make that not, um, some of those silly days on the calendar just feel like such a punch in the gut when you've lost someone, particularly Mm -hmm. a, a special romantic partner. So yeah, I'm interested to hear what, what tips and tricks you've got for us as we get close to Valentine's Day? I don't know that there's necessarily tips and tricks. And this is true for, you know, just life in general. I think self-care is super, super important. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that, you know, like I've done in the past, especially if I'm pretty raw emotionally and Valentine's is supposed to be about romantic love or whatever. But we just have to remember that Valentine's isn't necessarily about just a romantic love. It's about people that you do love. Right beautiful yeah you know so, your children um, your grandkids yeah, right you're whoever it is and honestly it's fun when you have grandkids I don't have any grandkids well my kids are older but when my kids were younger we would do a special valentine's thing right like I would get them valentines we would like maybe watch their favorite movie and you know do stuff like that when I talk about self-care like if the kids weren't home or you know as they got older and didn't want to do those kinds of things Buy yourself a spa day. You don't have to do it on Valentine's Day. Do something that works for you where you're at. Like if you want to go out and party, go out and party. You know, if you feel like staying in and doing, you know, the Netflix and chill thing by yourself, great, do it. You know, have a girlfriend's night out. Have a friend's night out, period. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... I think one of the tips I might give is to not let the day creep up on you and then be mm-hmm. surprised by it, right? Like have a plan. Like you already know it's coming. It is coming, mm-hmm. right? And, and instead, let us warn you. Instead of avoiding it, to be proactive and say, okay, well, I'm not with somebody and I would really like to be and that's okay. Then it, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And so instead, I'm going to do whatever those things are, like you could take yourself out to massage. You better plan that in advance because also mm-hmm. those are hard to get into. Well, and like you? you said, Michelle, you had another friend that said she distracts herself by cleaning on Valentine's yeah. Day. And you kind of laughed. I would love to clean my house for Valentine's Day. I would be so happy if like, can someone take the kids and I'll just clean my house all day? That would be, but I like your point. Or hire a cleaner. Don't, yeah. Get, get yeah. your house cleaned. You don't, know what I mean? Like, Don't be surprised uh, by it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know a lot of, especially a lot of women, working women who cleaning your house is just one more job right so it would be nice gift gift yourself a house cleaner have them come be there you know what i mean see what they do see if you like them and then you know maybe you'll want to have them come again on another kind of holiday yeah (laughs) i love this i love it a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything that can apply for a Valentine's Day thing can also apply for some of those special events or personal dates that, mm-hmm. that matter. And Michelle, you just said something that's really resonating with me. 
don't be caught off guard by it. Like, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. I know the anniversary of my husband's death date. I know my wedding anniversary. I know those days are mm-hmm. on the calendar. And sometimes life can get so busy that you just get caught up in living every day, every day, every day. And then it's like one of those days will hit you like a Mack truck. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll wake up in the morning and your body just knows today's that day. Yeah. Well, what if I were a little more proactive and said, I'm going to anticipate that I might feel like I got hit by a Mack truck that day. Maybe I'll schedule a day where I can just be and just stay home and just do this. Mm -hmm. Or... Maybe I'll schedule a day where I have some things that drag me out of bed so I don't just be. And I think it's important to give ourselves, because we're the only ones that can give ourselves that permission, permission to just whatever that is. Yeah. One year, one day, it might be I got to stay busy and distract myself. One day, I might want to just sit and cry all day. And you know what? Maybe there's a space for that. Not a prolonged space. I think sometimes we worry... Well, what's Michelle doing today? What's the other widow doing? What are the other couples? What are my kids' friends' parents doing? What can I do? What's Mm -hmm. in my court, Mm -hmm. my sphere of of control? And are there those little things? I think I've told this story before. Right before my husband was killed, we were on the phone um, a couple days before, and he asked me a question that stuck with me. And he simply asked, what are your coping mechanisms? Mm -hmm. And the day he asked me that, I got nothing. I could not think of a single, single thing. And that was really eye-opening for me as to how dark I was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say, hi, I could call a girlfriend. I could schedule a massage. I could clean the house or run away from the house. I could go get a drink or a meal or a cookie. I could think of nothing that could help me cope yeah. with that day's darkness. And it wasn't even a holiday that day. And my husband was still alive. Yeah. So I'm grateful he asked me that question because it's caused me... To think about, well, I do, I, you know what, I have coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. When I have yeah. crappy days, there are things I can do. And maybe sometimes I choose to give in to the crappy day. And well, sometimes maybe... I choose to say, never mind, I'm sick of being crappy days. Let's go. You know? Right. Yeah. But I'm well, thinking yeah. about think... that. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really good to have at least a few either close family members or friends who can be a really good resource and kind of be able to check in with you. When my husband died, one of the things that I did for quite a few years after Valentine's Day was send flowers to my sister-in-law, and she would send flowers to me because my brother wasn't really a big flower sender. So we'd send each other flowers and put from the one who loves you the most. Oh, my gosh. Because (laughs) it didn't have anything to do about with romantic love, but it was sister love. and yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. So... I have an idea. I mean, something that you could do, Jenny. Let's hear it. So, like, for you, you've, you're a mom. You're busy. What if you took that time? Is Does it fall on Saturday? I haven't looked at a calendar. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, yeah. So, Tuesday, maybe not as fun, but... Um, so your kids are going to go off to school, so I'm going to have to readjust this in my head because I was thinking Saturday, but... A weekend. I, I was thinking, like, if it was a weekend, you could, like... Have somebody schedule time with the kids. Go book yourself a massage mm-hmm. and gather before in advance one of your kids' favorite snacks, mm, each one a different I love one. That. That's cute. And put it all in a beautiful arrangement on your countertop. So here's all the snacks. And here's a snack representing each one of you. I love you so much. Plenty for everyone. They can make their own little snack pack or bags I out of it. I love it. That's really cute. Yeah. And they can make their own little treat bag. And I, then, you know, you could either do a movie or a game or something like mm-hmm. that because you've got a, you've got other kids that 
you know, right, to right. take care of. Well, unfortunately, this is one thing that a lot of days as these days come up on the calendar, sometimes like our day-to-day life with me and seven kids is busy enough that right. it's like, even if I want to be sad on Valentine's Day or a different day, there's probably only yes. a certain amount of time in that day I can right. carve out that sadness. <laughs> but I will tell you, I'm very proud of myself this past Christmas. Michelle knows I hate Christmas and I don't even just hate Christmas because my husband's gone. I kind of always struggle with Christmas, but I was so proud of myself this year before Christmas as it, as it started to come. I thought of some things I would like to have for Christmas and I bought them for myself and I Good gave them you. to my kids and they wrapped them and they gave them to me and I wasn't bitter about it. I wasn't uh-huh. like, oh, I have to buy my own Christmas <laughs> and I wasn't trying to hint around and hope my little kids got the uh-huh. message that this is what I wish I had. And I wasn't wallowing in, well, I don't have a husband here to buy me that present. I just thought I would like to have that. It's appropriate to have oh. some gifts to open on Christmas. And I was very excited. Like, yeah. I gave them to my daughter, I, my oldest. I said, hey, give these to each of the siblings. You can all give me something for Christmas. And I promise I'm not even sad that I picked it out and bought it. So that was a no, step it's... for me to take. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And to treat really, myself. You... I did a good job. I love that I'm very idea. proud of myself. Jenny, you, I haven't done that you... yet. I was proud of so myself. Jenny, I, I am proud of really... you, too. I'm proud of you, too. So, Jenny, you really hit on something that I've done for years now, and I was going to mention this. Is I usually buy myself gifts for, like, any kind of holiday, even my birthday. Is. Sure. And a lot of times what I'll do, and, and I, I got into this funny routine now that my kids are older, and I didn't ever expect them to buy me anything either. So, I used, you know, I would buy my own things, and I even did that this year. But And, like, on Mother's Day, I'll do those kinds of things, sure. too. But I will usually text them a picture of what I bought. And say, thank you so much for my Mother's Day gift or my Valentine's Day gift or whatever it is. This is how I'm spending your inheritance. And then I send oh, I them love a picture. It's a joke now with my older kids. I love so. it. There's going to be that many fewer dollars left when uh-huh. I'm gone. Yeah. Right. No, I love well, I that. I not to expect anything, but yeah. I, I do that now for myself. And it's kind of an ongoing joke now. Like, I'll buy my Mother's Day gift and text them. And I did that this year for Christmas, too. My son works for an outdoor retailer. And I love to do things outdoors. And I noticed that they had some Yeti stuff, I, a, a Yeti cooler and some lunch bags and some different stuff. Yeah. And so I actually said to him, he has my credit card number. And so I just said to him, texted him the thing that I wanted him to order. So I said, order these for me. This is my Christmas present. Oh, I love it. And so he ordered them and put them on my credit card. I paid for them. And <laughs> then when they came in, he brought them to me. So... Well, I love I love that we're looking at ways to, and, and whether you've lost a spouse or not, I think we could all benefit from looking for ways to say, what can I control or influence versus what can't I? And I could sit back mm-hmm. all day and I laugh about flowers. My husband was not a flower sender. And I don't know that I was really ever really sad about that. I didn't sit around wishing he'd brought me flowers. He just wasn't really a, a flowers kind of guy. But after he passed away, some friends that I, I, I didn't know who it was for the first three or four years, some friends pulled together some money and they would send me flowers on several oh. significant days. And I, I, I mean, I would kind of laugh and be like, you guys realize I've gotten more flowers since he died than in the 15 years <laughs> I lived with him. But it was so touching because it showed me that they were aware that that might be a hard day for me. And so one thing maybe we can all, as we're trying to be resilient on our hard days, surely there's somebody else we could help as they're having a hard day. I I have a good friend, Mm -hmm. Mindy Holmgren, who's another of my fellow Army Widow friends, and 
And her husband passed away shortly after mine, and he loved Oreos. I mean, the man was passionate about Oreos. I never once met him. I never ate Oreos with him. But now every January when his birthday and his death anniversary roll around, me and my kids, we buy a pack of Oreos. We eat them. We take pictures. I send the pictures to her, and I tell my children, this is in honor of our other family, this other family that also lost their father. And I think for a minute it helps all of us put it into perspective that, oh, you mean I'm the on- not the only one mm-hmm. that had this happen to? And I'm not the only person that might be struggling on Valentine's Day or an anniversary or Christmas or a birthday. Um, like I said, I know married people who hate Valentine's Day. So sometimes yeah. we need that self-care and sometimes we need to say, I got to go do something for somebody else. And and that's it's, yeah. it, it's an ebb and a flow, right? There's times when it's appropriate yeah, to say true. I'm focusing inward say, and I'm getting the heck out of my head because I'm just making myself a basket case. I never loved Valentine's Day for the relationship of my husband and I event like that. There was always so much tension or pressure. It's, it's just like, the pressure. Yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, do even like junior I, I high to, kids feel like they have to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. It's right. So much pressure. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But what I did love about it is getting treats for my kids and doing the school things with my kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. class party. But, but like, I never really enjoyed the the like romantic obligation part of it. Yeah, you, and even you hit the word obligation, mm-hmm. and maybe that's our message for today as we try to look at resilience on holidays or difficult days. Let go of the obligation. Sometimes we, right? Wouldn't yeah. you all say the obligation to feel a certain way or behave a certain way or right. or be past a certain amount of grief because a certain amount of time has gone by? I mean, how silly is all of that obligation? Let's let it go, ladies. Let it go. Yeah. things too we have to remember is we have to let other people also like honor them and what I mean by that is you know specifically like on Mother's Day or things like that where you know like you really don't want to celebrate because you've lost your mother or you don't want to celebrate because it's just you know and same with with Valentine's you don't want to celebrate because you don't necessarily have a romantic love we have to kind of honor the fact that other people would like to celebrate, right? And so right. celebrate with them mm. and join in the celebration. And give Don't them just space say, oh, just to celebrate. Of- sure. Mm-hmm. They're not the bad guy yeah. for celebrating. Yeah. You know, like, and especially like our kids and stuff. I realized this much years later that I didn't allow my kids the space to do this, those kinds of things at some, you know, important days. Mm. And I think Valentine's Day was probably one of those because – it's not necessarily, and especially when they're younger, it's not a romantic love. It's just like a, oh, it's Valentine's Day, yeah. and we're it's giving love out in general, relationships, and, friendship, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so honor the fact that even though we may not like it, and we may not want to celebrate, and it's going to be kind of difficult, plan for the fact that you know we have to sometimes paste that smile on our face and honor others. Yeah. I appreciate you mentioned that we don't have to take away from someone else's love or joy on on any day of the year. And and whether we celebrate it or not, or we're filling up to it or not, that's a good point. I know that there's going to be a a singles February Valentine's gratitude dinner. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so that's going to be fun. Some of the things that I gratitude is is a very good anecdote for most of these things on any day of the year. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yep, it 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 is. is. It's awesome, and it's it's great to gather. Like for me, um, that singles 
gratitude dinner, I'm it came up and I'm like, yep, I'm going. Like without so question. My, and that's a really great way. It's a distraction to have other people around you, you know, so that you're not just concentrating on your own self and maybe, you know, going so inward and having this down day. Some of the things that I've done is like I've tried to do something like I've never done before. Like I've never been skydiving and I don't plan on it. But like if I was going to plan on skydiving, I might plan to do something like that on, on a, a day like on this. On a day like yeah. that. On either or a birthday a or trip. a yeah. holiday or, yeah, a solo yeah. travel trip or, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many things you can do. You can treat yourself like you could create your own little snack pack of like your favorite little treats and just be honest. I sometimes yourself. like I'm just gonna go get myself a like a flavored soda from my local soda yeah. shop. That's not something I do every day, but maybe today's the day I'm gonna go buy myself a drink. Right. And I'm just gonna be happy about that and yeah. that's enough. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. Or like Des says, do something different, but it doesn't have to be daring or scary. I don't it, have to jump out of a plane. You don't have yeah. to jump out of a plane. <laughs> maybe maybe I actually wanted to do that or... on my fiftieth, but then John died. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was planning it. Stop it. I was well. planning it for my fiftieth birthday because John went skydiving when we were younger. But then I had kids, and I felt a great obligation. Yeah. I told John, I have when to our live kids are grown, raising our children. I will do it. And so we planned yeah. it for our, my 50th. But when my 50th came, John had died, and oh. I had just lost him six months earlier, and it felt really... don't really feel like jumping out of a plane. It felt really irresponsible yeah. to jump out of a plane. Yeah. Anyway, but well, other but things can we do, can... But you can do little other little things, like if you've never had lobster before, maybe right. go and have lobster. Oh, yeah, like a new menu or, item. Sure, yeah. a new, a new you know, restaurant. Try a new food. Or, 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 just, you know, or make yourself crazy. a dinner. Right. If you do want yeah. to eat out on Valentine's Day, try going at like 2 or 3 p.m. That's right. a pro tip. Too busy yeah. at lunch, too busy at dinner, but there's maybe a little well, bit of a order... slower time. The better thing about that, too, is that you can order off the afternoon menu, which a lot of restaurants oh, have, and a it'll be cheaper. a little bit cheaper, and it'll mm-hmm. just yeah. be you, and, and you know. I'm a pretty cheap date compared to me and seven yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other exactly. thing you can do is, is, is oh. if you're doing self-love, you can do you can do your own candlelight dinner with yourself. Light the candles, do the elaborate thing, I lay have, it all out, have and, all the silverware, and, and, and the make, wine pairings. Yeah, and then make yourself a list and read out loud to yourself the things you love All and appreciate. All the things you love. The things and the people. Uh, I have a, yeah, at least have 25. 25 things that you're grateful oh, for. Oh, I love right? that. 25 things. I have a little girl. My, my fourth grade daughter just loves holidays and special events and occasions and things, so... We're already planning our Valentine's dinner for that evening. We're going to use all the fancy dishes and all the fancy goblets and the sparkling apple cider. And and it's the same thing. Like, I don't need to wallow in the fact that I don't have a romantic partner. Neither neither does she. She's nine. We're going to love (laughs) to celebrate that day. Yeah. And and kind of, to be honest, make an excuse to celebrate a day. Yeah. You know, it's not just one more day on the calendar. We don't have to hate all the... All these yeah. holidays, we can embrace well, and honestly, them. making the memories and making them on days like this, then it it, it turns that around, right? I right. used to, and That's talking true. about it, I really You're used to hate Mother's it. Day. Yeah, I really I used to hate Mother's Day. Day. Not I, only, not only did I, I didn't, I, you know, like, yeah, I didn't, it was like, whatever. I mean, this is my life, right? I chose this, so whatever. But I also, like I talked about before, you take away the honor of letting someone honor you. And then you also, because you hate it, you don't want to do anything, right? right. I lost my mother many, many years ago, and it was, you know, it was like, yeah. But I, after I look back and I started, you know, like, why am I doing this? My kids want to have a Mother's Day. 
I'm their mom. You know what I mean? So let's do, let's just make memories now. Let's make greater memories. Make memories. Well, like you said, let this year's memories. Do something fun. Replace maybe some of the hurtful memories from past years of that. Mm -hmm. We'll have you back for Mother's Day because I will tell you, oh, Mother's Day and me are tough. Although we're getting better. Yeah, Mother's Day is really, really tough. Well, maybe that's the first episode we do with you. So the other thing you could do is do something like totally different. Like if you Mm -hmm. don't ever go to psychic, but you've always kind of been interested Go to a psychic. Get a Gosh, reading. I can yeah. have my tarot cards. Yeah, read. go have yeah. your tarot cards read. You I could also go to-, go to Disneyland. I find that sometimes. Helps. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Ke- Kellyanne is now <laughs> doing chairs and cartwheels in the background. So the other, I mean, sometimes getting out of your day to day physical mm-hmm. surroundings does help too. I mean, yeah, not that it has absolutely. to be Disneyland. Well, I think a lot of times, especially for Valentine's, it kind of depends on what day it falls on. You guys kind of touched on that a little right. bit. Like this year, it's on a the Tuesday. Weekend. But like on the weekend, I mean, they're doing stuff like, oh yeah. I mean, I know they're doing like. It'll be um, like two couple's... weekends, really. Yeah. So like a couple's dinner. I know they're doing the, the thing at Harmon's where you go and cook. Why not just take a oh, friend and go fun. and cook? I didn't know yeah. that. You know, you have, make yourself right. a, make take yourself a, cooking a class? steak yeah. dinner with a friend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. just do stuff like that. I know they do like a. Um, chocolate tasting classes great go mm. and do let's go the do chocolate that Jenny. Tasting. let's go i yeah. mean and then buy yourself your favorite the chocolate. chocolate bar yeah you know i mean still simple Can't things like meat. that that just make <laughs> it a lot more whichever fun. kind of chocolate involves caramel so just yeah. make note yeah. of that yeah, yeah. the chocolate's <laughs> like just the accessory i'll take the caramel please <laughs> so yeah okay this candy, has been good we'll have store. to have you come back another another episode where we can kind of get further in because i can tell just even your voice you can mm-hmm. tell you're the kind of woman that's just going to make it work <laughs> yeah and it's probably because you've been through enough that you've just learned you know what there's very little we can't make work so yeah. let's just figure this out stop dwelling on it let's just figure it out so i love that yeah. i forgot to ask you early on in our conversation what does resilience mean to you well you know i was thinking about that from the like text i got at eleven thirty, and then said, come on at twelve thirty. <laughs> Thanks for being flexible, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for filling honestly, in. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. I'm like I said, I'm honored. But I think I think part of it is just being able to be strong through adversity or experiences, and just having enough value in yourself and others to work through what those tough times are. And, and you may you may have to reach out. To many different lifelines. I know I have in, you know, in, at different times in my life and knowing that, you know, things are constantly changing for everyone and for us. Yep. And so you have to just kind of roll with it, embrace what's coming. Yeah. So well said. Thank so you. Des is one of those people that in earlier we recorded an episode uh, promoting my vision board. And she's one of those women that I've cultivated in my life and and really seriously have, I, I do call her and we do talk about being single and what it's like and the process of dating because it is so different today and you kind of got to figure it out. Some of it you learn as you go, but there there's definitely value in having friends that have walked the path before mm-hmm. and it, and it's, you kind of go through ebbs and flows, different cycles mm-hmm. in, in the dating process. And I'm like, oh, I just feel done. I don't want to do this anymore. And Des was great to, she's like, well, then it's okay. It's then, just time then be for, done. Sure. She's be like, for it's, now. it's okay to, to take a break. It doesn't have to be forever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have, like, I was married 
and it was forever. Mm-hmm. So this well, and you were been, married very young too. Yes, for thirty-two yeah. years. It's a long time, and so this process for me has been a, an interesting one, right? That there like, could be a, a like a shorter term something. There, there could be short term things. There could be new experiences that I've had quite a few boyfriends now, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and just men that I've met that I'm like, oh yeah. No. no. Yeah, I think our I think the biggest thing the biggest thing that holds people back is their expectations. Right. And I know that's in life in general, but it is Absolutely. specifically specifically key in being single and dating and and all of that is having an expectation. And I think that's one of the big things too at Valentine's. Mm-hmm. We expect that, you know, it's, it has to be romantic. It has yeah. to be, you know, heart this and that, but just because it's not romantic doesn't mean it isn't heartfelt or that you don't need to go do some self-care and love Absolutely. yourself. You put love that, yourself first of all. You put that in such good terms. And I would say that you've been, the biggest help that you've been to me has been helping me to manage my expectations. Yeah. So when I come that's up against that wall, yeah. you, right? Yeah. Your own expectations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've been just so incredible for that. And I really appreciate and value our friendship. I'm so glad that you would. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so glad that you'd come on today and share with and us. And we look and forward to I, the next time. I knew that we would have a good show yeah. if we did it. I, yeah. So. We will have you on again, so next of time we'll I definitely schedule it a little bit better than today <laughs> and give you more time All to good. prepare. But thanks for coming on and kind of going on a whim with us on this. Kellyanne kind of had the idea. She's our amazing producer. And I thought, oh, yeah, I have a ton of girlfriends that you were the first one to come to my mind. Oh, I reached well. out to you right away. Yeah. And um, mm. I just really appreciate it. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Thanks for joining us. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. We hope you like what you've heard today. And we hope you'll go find us on your favorite podcast platform and give us a like and a rating and a review. And if you're listening, you probably have a story that you could share with us too. And we would love to connect with you to have you on as one of our guests. You can connect with us through Facebook at Relentlessly Resilient or on Instagram at Relentlessly Resilient Podcast. And you can just send us a direct message and... We will get that and get back to you and get you on the calendar. Remember, whatever you do today, remember to be kind. You have no idea the struggles others are dealing with in their life. Have a great day. Take care, everybody. Bye. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy. But only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.